Listener Production. Coffee for one, through your headphones whenever you feel like it. Even in the afternoon or after dinner. Say it again, it keeps me awake. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. You ever have a situation that just keeps following you around? Like... I went to the airport to go down last week for the fairy schnitzers. Mm. All of which, by the way, the content is up on our Instagrams, etc., TikTok. You should check it out if you did happen to miss it. And, of course, catch up on that episode. But uh, the, the big escalator up from the bottom floor to the top floor to go to check-in, not working. I was like, that's uh, annoying. There's, there was barely any way to get upstairs. Everyone had to wait for these two tiny So they wouldn't let lifts. you just walk it up? They didn't do the no, Mitch No, the they, they blocked it all joke. off. I think people. I think they're worried people were going to tumble down with all their luggage and stuff. Right, because the Mitch Hedberg one escalators can't be broken. It's not out of service. It's temporarily stairs. Yeah. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, God, I love Mitch Hedberg. If you don't know stand-up comedian Mitch Hedberg, please check him out. Uh, valet. But then I went to the shopping center. Escalators broken again. What's going on there? I had to use the lift. I was like, I was like, what's going on? Is there some sort of conspiracy? People trying to make me walk. I don't think so. So I don't know. It ever happened to you? You're like the girl from Stranger Things. And just everywhere you go, an elevator, an escalator stops and a little <laughs> trickle of blood comes out your nose. He's at it again. <laughs> so anyways, I don't know whether it's my luck or whether there's something happening in the air. But um, yeah, hopefully hopefully these escalators can start happening again soon. Well, we're going to be um, giving you the silver service up to a big show here for All Day Breakfast. Because we're going to be chatting to this incredible artist... <laughs> That's right, my Yisha will be joining us to talk new music, and I have had her new song on repeat, Matt O'Kine. That and Tourist Hearts are two songs that I would say, once they end, you've just got to go right back to the start. It's great. Mmm, yep, the old donut songs, love them. Let's just get stuck in. Hey, we're also going to be dipping into the mailbag. Oh, and actually, Alex Dyson, I've got a guest up first who is, um, we might even go a bit deep to start off with, hey? Let's do it. This is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, in 2017, I released the first season of a TV show called The Other Guy. Mm-hmm which you could watch on Stan Australia or Hulu if you're in the States or Flow if you're in Argentina. Or the Pirate Bay if you're on hey! the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Sorry. we season <laughs> two. Do the proper ones. Um, no, that's fine. Um, detailing Arr. experiences of infidelity, Alex Dyson, you yeah. know? Yeah, and pretty harrowing stuff. Yeah, it's life-changing stuff, really, you know. and um, Very and close to life in a well, world where, it. you know, it's slightly fanciful, a world where Michael Hing could be a radio host. But um, <laughs> other than that. So I received a, a message in my PMs just a couple of days ago from a gentleman called Heath uh, who got in touch, just said, look, thank you for writing the show uh, and for getting me through this tough time that I'm going through. Oh, man. Just found out, uh, you know, my partner's been cheating on me for the last eight months with my friends, and it's certainly rocked my boat a little bit, Mm. you know? And one of the things I think that I guess I wrote the show about is to, you know, to sort of destigmatize it. I guess there's a tendency for people to want to hide this stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's somehow shameful. 
um, or that you know that, that that these sort of secrets are, I don't know, they're better in than out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's a it's a tough one, each to their own. Um, but I was happy to talk about it. And so I asked Heath, uh, you know, to whether he would like to just to you know let us know what's going on because it's a really tumultuous time when uh, when you're going through it. As you would know, you were beside me when I was going through it in 2014. Yeah, it was tough stuff. We had a chat about a friend who I, I, I caught up with, whose partner cheated on them with their housemate. I couldn't believe that mm-hmm. it was common enough that I knew two people who it happened to. <laughs> but yeah, we thought we would have a little chat to Heath and check in with him and see how he's going. Hello, Heath. Hey, mate. How are you? Good, thanks, Heath. So um, let's just chat about, I mean, the, the initial relationship. How long were you in a relationship for? It was about 14 months. I'd say okay. it was. So it sort of started off early in the, but I couldn't believe how similar our stories were. So I was just sitting there one night and had a couple of beers. <laughs> I was like, got got into my emotions and I was like, oh, I'm going to mm. message Matt. Because I actually started watching the other guys again. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, great. No, and look, and so, I mean, when, when um, it's funny when it all unfolds, doesn't it, Heath? How, how did you find out what happened? Uh, well, she ended up telling me, but I did not see it coming. It was just, it literally like turned my whole life upside down. Oh, look, and Heath, I'm not going to lie. It will be with you for eight years. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) you'll just be walking along and you'll see someone that looks like these people and you'll be like, oh, is that? And then you'll go like, and then you'll just have to be reminded of all that stuff. Like it's just very frustrating. You also feel quite foolish for the times that you did trust people and you start questioning whether the trust that you, whether you, like you start going, oh, well, were those people lying to me as well or who else knew Oh, it's ridiculous. Like now that that sort of happened, like trust issues and that, like it's just, I don't know what to believe. I don't even know whether to believe myself sometimes. <laughs> mm. So when she just decided to tell you out of the blue or was, was did she want to continue the relationship with your friend? No, I think he found out and then he got, because he didn't know either about me and I didn't know about him. Oh, dual but, life kind of situation. But wait, I thought, but he was your friend. Yeah. He knew that you were going out, you two were sort of seeing each other. Yeah, like we were friends, but like not like best friends. Oh, uh, yep, yeah, okay. So I look back now and the lies, I'm like, how did mm. I believe that? <laughs> but mm. you, you want to believe it because you don't want, I just swear like, because this isn't the first time this has happened and if I could just say anything, like if anyone is out there sort of doing that to someone else, just just stop because it's honestly horrible. Like it's one of the worst things you can do to someone. It is that abusing of trust, isn't it? And, it, and it's oh. for something which you shouldn't necessarily have to apologise for of being upfront and saying, hey, I don't think this relationship is working. Yeah, you know, exactly. having, having the decency to have that conversation and then you can settle that up and then do whatever it is that you, yeah. That you like. Yeah, and, and there was like one thing that sort of, explains it perfectly for me is I was actually sitting there when was it on Sunday morning and I got up to that episode on the um, other guys where you're talking to your rental um, that got your oh, yep. house lord comes in and you're sort of you have that moment where you're sort of saying like I feel like I've lost everyone I've lost all my friends and I feel like she's only lost me yeah, it's really bad. I mean, and you do, you lose so many friends in a situation like that because people so like start choosing alliances and yeah. it's just weird. Like it's, and then suddenly you're like, you don't get invited to things because that person's going to be there or the, oh, you know, yeah. and it's like, and suddenly you're like, how did I, what, ha- like, how did this all happen? Yeah. Like 
from something that I could, like, I didn't do anything and then suddenly it's all just gone. It's so weird. Yeah. Do, do you live in a small town or a big city, Heath? So do you cross paths with these people? I'm in Hobart, so everyone knows everyone down here. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's so well, rough, look. Heath. But thank you for talking about it because I think that does help. Knowing you're not alone, it can be, you know, it can be a TV series that touches on it. It can be a song. Yeah. It can be a, a book. It can be a piece of art. People, knowing that you're not, the only person who has suffered the real and harrowing feelings that you're going through. Yeah, exactly. um, It does make it slightly easier. Yeah, um, so thank you for doing that, mm. Heath. Thank you for having a chat and letting us know because it's more for about anyone else who is going through it and a lot of people go through it. Yeah, well, that's um, it. You know, so it's better not to suffer in silence or at let, le- least let people know that they're not alone. So thank you for that, Heath. And look, as um, as you know, I've I've mentioned, and others have probably mentioned as well. Like it's uh, life certainly gets better, and you actually end up looking back on it, going, "Thank God that happened." Mm. Yeah. Like I just wouldn't have the life that I do now, and I'd be so disappointed if, mm. if my life stayed the way that it was because it wasn't evolving. Talking about it is great. And Lifeline, we have talked about it before, but 13, 11, 14, if we ever do want to talk to someone and you are feeling rough, it can be about anything. We've had Lifeline on the show before and they're really great people and always up for the chat for that. So that's excellent. And Heath, we really appreciate you having a chat with us, my man. We really um, wish the, you all the best and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon in better circumstances next time. All right, have a good one. Well, Alex Dyson, our next guest absolutely uh, blew up onto the scene and the national stage at the 2020 ARIA Awards, uh, receiving some of the most nominations out of any artist uh, that particular year and also taking home the best soul and R&B release uh, for Naringu at, uh, at the 2020 Awards. She's a proud Queensland uh, Torres Strait Islander woman from uh, the Aboriginal community of Warabinda in Queensland and uh, is going from strength to strength. The new EP, Mirrors, is out now, which is part two of a project which it coincides with called Smoke. Please welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. This is Maisha. Hi. <laughs> Maisha, thanks for joining us on probably, Hi, was this the biggest me. day you've you've ever had? Because you've got Mirrors coming out today, your new EP, and you've got yeah, your Sydney so. Opera House show tonight. Um, how are you feeling this week? I'm really stoked, and um, I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of emotions going because you know. Well, for me, it's been ages, and it's been a long time coming to release this and kind of to do my first headline show on the same day. It's it's a good feeling. <laughs> I bet. Um, look, let's have a little listen to uh, one of the tracks from the new EP, Mirrors, out now. This is a sample of everything. And Maisha, I this is the best sign when a song when the song finished, I went, oh, because it was it felt like a short song, and I'm like, I've got to put that on again, but because because it's not especially short at all, but it's something that I just wanted to keep listening to again and again. Can you tell us a bit about forming the song, everything? Oh man, everything. That's that's um. I would say that that's my fight song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wrote that song around kind of like wanting to give everything up and not wanting to to continue moving forward. I just wanted to kind of give everything up and it was sort of like 
No, but you could have everything. If you kept going, you could mm. have everything. You just have to keep pushing through. Mm. So, I mean, two things come to mind when you when you talk about the creation of everything. One being what was causing you to have all those doubts or, you know, questioning your place in all of in all of this and also what was the thing that what was the turning point? Why didn't you give up? Um, well, I my grandmother read me up and she had just passed away. And I was like, I didn't know who I was, you know, I didn't know who I was without my grandmother. Mm. I had absolutely, I felt like in myself, I had absolutely no idea who I was. And that's where everything kind of came into place. And, and that song was written out of, um, out of loss and, and, and just out of that pain. And I just felt like I, I really did want to give everything up. I felt like it wasn't for me. And then... I did see brighter days. Mm. I knew knew it was always coming. There's always better days coming, and it was like no way. I'm not gonna stop here, and I and I and I won't. I'm gonna keep going, and I'm gonna have everything. I'm gonna provide for my family one day, and that's all I really ever wanted. And I was like, no, we're gonna have it one day. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a house for my mum or, yeah. or whatever. Oh well, that's. That's the thing. I guess having everything is an interesting one because it's about priorities, isn't it? It's about, you know, what other people say that should be important to you. You could have your um, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or you can have all the arias and you can have, you know, all these kind of things. And then, you know, it's having conversations with your family and friends and just having good times with them. Has it helped you sort of figure out uh, what Maisha would prioritise in life and the things you are trying to achieve when we're going through this crazy world? Like, definitely. Like, and I think out of, you know, like out of losing my grandmother as the most important person to me in my life, it was like, well, I, I had to find who I was and I, and I had to find myself and understand that I can do it without her. And I didn't need somebody to hold my hand the whole time, the whole entire time. And I was just like, I can do it. You know, mm. I'm me and I can do it if I tried. When, you know, when people pass or, um, you know, and then new things are born. I guess you know the music that you're you're making could be uh, maybe an indication of that. Do you see your grandmother around the place? Does she still pop up in your life? Ah, oh, always, uh, always, uh, always, man. I always believe that she is with me in the spirit, and like that's a very big thing for me. Is that I, I will always carry carry her with me, no matter where I go. There's not a day that goes by that something will remind me of her. Mm-hmm. If I even, if, even if I feel doubtful, I'm like, nah, I could hear this woman. Oh. Just <laughs> me the back. You better get out my issue, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that is so great. Well, uh, it's the EP is out today. It is called Mirrors. And that song in particular, Marisha, I really loved as well because you have one of the best voices in Australia at the moment. I love your voice, but you also oh, have a really a great amount of restraint <laughs> on that song, which I think really helps... Um, get that emotion in there? Do you have to sort of stop yourself from singing so loud and powerfully and, and that and that kind of thing when it comes to your, to your music? I feel like it kind of comes naturally because I've always liked to tell stories when, but you know when you tell a story and your voice changes because mm. it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like this happened. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm telling stories through my singing. So I'll just like naturally be louder or naturally be more softer or more whispery or, or whatever it is. Like it will just naturally kind of happen. <laughs> Do you have that kind of restraint at karaoke? Oh, I've never done karaoke. Aisha, this is a crime. 
Well, a voice like yours needs to get out there. <laughs> no, I heard someone who said someone said good good singers. There's no place for them in karaoke. Okay, it's it's it let the bad people it's just do for their mugs thing. like us, Maisha. If you were to do. If let's say tonight is the night after your show at the Sydney Opera House, you go. You know what? I'm a celebrate. Let's go to the local karaoke den and and just go out all guns blazing. What what would be your go to song? I mean, it would have to be Neon Moon. I would have to be singing country that whole that whole freaking night. I would have to be singing country. (laughs) By Brooks and Dunn, like full blown yeah. old school country. Wow. I would have to be singing country that whole night. If I was to do karaoke, it'd have to be country. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe a little crossover here. We could get a bit of nine to five by Dolly Parton or something like that <laughs> happening. Uh, Maisha, congratulations on the release of Mirrors today. Best of luck for your sold out Sydney Opera House show tonight. It's one of many massive shows you're doing this year. You're going to be at Splendor in the Grass. You're playing Listen Out. And you've got your whole whole tour across the country as well. So, yeah, if you are around, make sure you catch a Maisha set. It is uh, well worth seeing. And we wish you all the best for uh, this massive day, Maisha. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Well, we've reached the time of the week where we roll up the sleeve and shove that arm deep into the Matt and Alex mailbag. What what correspondence have we been receiving the last little while, Matt O'Kain? Yeah, so earlier in the week we were talking about uh, injuries, incidental injuries or injuries that you were a little bit embarrassed about. Um, uh, Lily Ray got in touch, said, I literally passed out from crazy stomach pain, so I went to hospital only to be told I'd eaten too much pasta for dinner. So embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no. Lily Ray. I tell you what, I've, I'm sure I've felt that, uh, but I've yet to go to hospital for it because I've, I've, I'm only just starting to stop myself from eating too much because it, it tastes so good. I'm still like, I'm, wi- I'm willing to put up with it. Like the other night I was at um, this Vivid launch thing and they had an oyster bar, fresh shucked oyster. Right, Matt? Yo, yummy. Yummy. And I couldn't stop myself because they're not very filling on their own. So you were just smashing oysters? I reckon I would have eaten probably about $200 worth of oysters, (laughs) honestly, because they were going out for free and everyone else left and they were just sort of packing up there. So I was just finishing the last of these oysters Oh, that's, I mean, I like having a few before a meal, but I don't know if that could be the main, bro. Because I hadn't had proper dinner. So (laughs) shout out to Sydney Rock Oysters, who just, I got to sit there and chatting about how they farm them and all these sort of things. It was uh, pretty wild times. Yeah, well, look, uh, Megan got in touch. Speaking of uh, dining out, Megan said, this is with regards to when your phone has died or when your battery's died, I confidently offered to pay for my in-laws coffee using my phone, which they were shocked by. Uh, then went to pay and my phone died, <laughs> le- leaving me to take the ye old plastic out. Scum. Oh, uh, well, at least, like, because I'm the same, I don't take my wallet around anymore, I'm very nervous about the phone dying and you're just stranded. Yeah, exactly. No no, no credit cards, no, no ride anywhere. shares. Yep. Yeah, no ID. You're done. Um, Shane got in touch as well uh, and talking about losing things and uh, finding them, said, uh, oh, losing cameras. You know, talking about my friend from Facebook, Scarlet Hill. So Shane said, my best mate lost his GoPro in the ocean and some kids found it a few days later. Their parents used a photo on it as a help me find the owner of this GoPro 
people genuinely thought my mate had been lost at sea and grew concerned. <laughs> Wait, so, they find it. They, they would have gone. Oh no, he's shipwrecked. Wait, so <laughs> wait, so can you please find the owner? Not because they want to give him his GoPro back, but because the owner is lost at like, sea. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we found to this a in the ocean. Out of where's the ocean. the o- yeah? Where's the owner? Instead of we need to return this camera to the owner. Was there a Bengal tiger in the photo with him in a boat? Uh, I don't know, but there was a pie. Um, <laughs> Jala said, I love that I'm not the only one who doesn't practice their signature on the shower screen. Oh, good on you, Jala. Uh, yeah, represent. Got to keep keep practicing, keep it up. I even did it the other day with um, end of the index finger. I did it with the shaver. Shaved in the shower. Did the little, use it as a pen, the end of it as a pen. <laughs> so there you go. You can, you can graduate to that if you need to, Jala. Well, thank you very much, Jala, and to everyone who contacted us on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. You can always keep in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au on the web. Oh, what a week, Alex Dyson. Been a biggie, and we'll be back with you next week. And from what I hear and what I understand, Matthew. Yes. Member for one and Dan Tian has finally agreed, I think because I called him during the week, to concede. Yeah, the election. Yep, I think yep, that, yep. that's me. He's like, once that's out of the way, we can get it. So we'll be able to give him a good grilling um, about his plan for Warren for the next three years and to see how the uh, government is is up back up and running now that he's not in he's in opposition now. Yeah, with their new leader. Well, look, I uh, hope you uh, have a great weekend. We will be back here same time, same place on Monday morning at 5am. Hope you're having a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.